0: Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about the ego and how... It is actually our friend, even though a lot of people, many people, some people consider the ego to be like a negative thing. The ego holds a negative light in a lot of spaces, but it's easier to view the ego as our friend because I truly believe it is our friend. We just have to learn how to communicate with the ego or understand what the ego is trying to do. So before I want to begin this episode, be sure to follow me on Instagram, follow me on um, YouTube as well. I am currently looking for a new teaching job, so I'm filling my entire job hunt on YouTube. And throughout the whole time of finding my you know, new job, I am really trying to keep a high vibration through the whole process. So to this point, I feel really good. Um... That, you know, I'm keeping a high vibe. I'm attracting exactly what I'm looking for. I'm putting it out there. So I'm hoping and I know it's going to come back um, as long as I keep up my vibe. So if that sounds interesting to you, follow me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube. I've been filming it and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I also give a lot of my daily lifestyle stuff on there too, just ways that I habitually, every day, try to keep a high vibe with my daily habits. All right, we're going to dive into the ego. Now, I say this in the beginning of every single episode. If you have not listened to episodes prior, I highly, highly recommend that you listen to um, episodes three through now um, in order just to, un- just to get a good understanding of what I'm talking about, especially with the conscious and un- subconscious mind and the ego and limiting beliefs, highly recommend you do like your background knowledge and do your little homework leading you up to this point so you just get a really good idea of what the heck I'm talking about because this is a lot of information. And you may, probably not, have learned this in school. I didn't. I didn't at all. So just loading all this information onto you now. I would definitely just take your time learning all of this material. All right, just give a little background on what the topic is today with the ego. So in episodes prior, we talked about how we have a conscious part of our brain and we have a subconscious part of our brain. And with the subconscious, that is our programming. That is where all our programming is held. And we have been programmed slash conditioned Um between the ages mostly predominantly between the ages of 0 to 7. And what conditioning means is we learned how to live our lives, we created a belief system based upon our environment. So that means my belief system looks very different than your belief system because we were raised in completely different environments. We have different we have very different belief systems and With belief systems, belief systems control our thoughts. Our thoughts control our emotions, and our emotions control our actions. And our actions are what we consciously do. We can consciously control our actions. But our subconscious is ultimately ruling our lives because we are living our actions based on our subconscious beliefs, right? So again, just listen to those episodes prior. I'm just catching you up to speed right now. So we've talked about ways in changing our subconscious belief systems um and the use of affirmations. So now we're gonna get a little bit deeper and get to know our ego. And our ego is actually the ego is actually our subconscious. It's our thinking. Um, I like to think of the ego as our subconscious. It wants us to stay in this belief system that we have known for so many years from ages zero to now. Now talking about the ego, I did want to tell you where the term ego has been coined. And it's been coined by Sigmund Freud. I'm sure a lot of you guys have known or have heard of Sigmund Freud. But when I googled it, I looked it up. um, Freud actually... He coined the term ego, but what he means by ego is different than what um, psychiatrists and psychologists and doctors use the term ego now. Freud's research actually talks about three different parts of the brain or three different, I guess, consciousness of the brain. And there's the superego, the eyed, and the ego, but now psychiatrists really just focus on... Psychiatrists, psychologists, psychologists um, whoever studies this stuff, really focus on the conscious versus subconscious. And that is what I'm focusing on today. The word ego is was created by Freud, coined by Freud, but it means different how I'm talking about it. So if you were to look up... What does ego mean in Freud's terms? It means something different than what I'm talking about and what other psychiatrists and psychologists talk about today. You know, the whole cartoon or, you know, a visual probably comes to your mind of the good angel on your one shoulder and then the bad, like, devil thing on your other shoulder. I kind of, just to introduce this, I kind of want you to think of it like that. I kind of want you to think of the good angel on your shoulder. I want you to think of that as your tuition and your tuition is, you know, kind of like you following your heart. Um, you know, it's correct because you feel it in you and it's something very special and it's something that you have to practice and tap into. And then you have the red devil little thing on your other shoulder. And that I would like to say is your ego However, like I said before, the ego is actually our friend. So don't think of it as evil. Just think of it as the opposite to your intuition. Okay. So your intuition is going to want you to take chances and your intuition is going to flow you through in the right direction of where you're supposed to go. You know, according to you, you know, your desires and your wants, the intuition wants to propel, propel you forward but the ego, it's kind of a worrisome thing. It's like really worry. Um, The ego wants you to stay safe. It wants you to stay in your comfort zone. It doesn't really want you to explore new things because bad things could happen if you explore new things. Why would you want to do that? Just stay where you are, stay content, stay stagnant. However, we know if we want to succeed and fulfill our dreams and do exactly what we want to do in the short life that we have, we have to kind of put the ego in the backseat and really learn how to work past our ego and be friends with our ego in order to get the best out of our life and to make the best choices and to experience life to the fullest. Egos are created from our beliefs that were mostly created when we were between the ages of zero to seven years old, like I've said before. Um, Those are our limiting beliefs. It supports those limiting beliefs. It wants us to follow those limiting beliefs. Egos follow our subconscious beliefs because it's our safety. This is true to be, this is true. So I am comfortable. I am safe. I don't know any different. This is safe. This is my truth. Um, I'm going to put it in terms of someone who was raised in an abusive relationship or has been around an abusive relationship. Um, maybe their mom and dad or parents were in a, an abusive relationship and they're exposed to that. You're That. Person subconscious has that limiting belief of, or really, it's a, their belief system that this is a normal relationship. This is what I should strive for. Like this is my normal. This is my truth. But we know that it's very limiting to believe that an abusive relationship, even with words or physical um, abuse, we know. That, that is very limiting. Like you, you deserve so much more than abuse. You deserve so much more than someone talking down at you. But you have to know that that is a limiting belief and you have to change the way you, you have to change your belief system. And that's what this is all about. And it's really hard if you think about it. If you're, from the age of zero to seven, I'm a teacher. I'm sure a lot of you guys are too. Just think about your students who are zero to seven and what they're exposed to every day. Um, They probably perceive that as normal. They're going to. That's what is, that's development in your environment is huge. That is our conditioning. And our ego believes that that is the 100% truth. That's what they're trying to keep us with because that's what we're known. Like that is our truth. But I'm going to take a little deep right now. What do we know is truth? If I experience different belief systems, you experience different belief systems. Every single person has different belief systems. What is true? What is true? And once I started asking myself that, that really changed the game in my life because I started to realize all of the limiting beliefs I had and I developed. And and that comes in terms of money, in terms of earning, in terms of entrepreneurship, um, in terms of my YouTube channel and my podcast. My limiting beliefs were really shining through in that department. And I have and are is digging at them. And like I've said before, limiting beliefs, the subconscious, the subconscious, I'm going to call it the subconscious because it is. The subconscious is very hard to, to construct again, to change that solid foundation of the subconscious that we think to know is true is challenging to recreate. And it is challenging to challenge, you know, we're, We're supposed to challenge why we do the things we do. We always want to strive to do better. But like I've said many, many times, if we want to do this work, it's going to take work. It's a lifestyle change. It is not a better quick scheme or magic pill. I'm going to be all better. No, it takes work and it takes digging. And at the time of this recording, I do not have it yet. But in the future, I am definitely absolutely going to make a course um, of Digging into your limiting beliefs and changing your life because that is when your life changes. Your life changes when you realize the way you've been living is limiting and you work on fixing that to create abundance and to create more for yourself and to know that it is possible through mindset work. So I am going to be creating a course on that eventually. Right now it's March, 2021. We'll see how long it takes me, but that is definitely on my to-do list. Um, and it'll be like at your own pace kind of course. Anyways, that will be down and me saying it to the world, like on this podcast, it's going to get done. I mean, we all have limiting beliefs. I personally have a lot of limiting beliefs in terms of money. I have a lot and I'm working on deconstructing that because that is something that I want to grow in abundance in and I want to welcome more into my life and I know I have to do the work to receive the reward and that's something I'm working on currently. So in terms of the constant chatter that the ego gives us in our heads, it just wants us to be safe. It's very fast talk. It sounds really, it sounds really fast. It's really constant and it creates stress and fear in your head. It creates stress and fear in your brain. Um, and And then you feel anxious and you feel fearful of taking chances, of doing the next step, of trying new things. And this is what I believe anxiety is. I believe anxiety, at least for me, is the ego going rampant in your head. It's you not being able to control your ego. It's you, me, not being able to control the fast thoughts rushing through my head, creating this fear and stress. And with myself, in terms of my limiting money beliefs, I had this limiting belief that I'm going to run out of money. Money is just going to run out. It's like going to disappear in thin air. I'm never going to receive money. So I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, so I save, save, save. I don't spend, I don't go on vacation. I don't, you know, I don't treat myself. And that is something I'm working through and I've gotten a lot better at it from a year ago. But, um, just, everything with limiting beliefs and the ego is connected in every aspect of our life. And the thing about the ego is when you hear it in your head, telling you not to do something or take this chance or invest in this property, invest in this class, it is very logical. The ego is logical. Um, the ego will reason with you to why the route the ego wants you to take is the right answer. It's going to reason with you. Don't you know, don't spend this money um, because, you know, um, when you were fifteen, your mom lost your job, her job, and uh, everything was really scarce during that time with the recession. You should save it because you never know what's going to happen. And yeah, that's true. The ego's true, but at the same time, you have to take chances as well. Um, you have to try new things. And the ego is always going to have this like storyline to try to persuade you to stay stagnant. The whole thing is the ego, like I've said, wants you to be safe. It wants you to be safe. And being safe is being in the same environment you have been in because you're alive, aren't you up to this point? So it's working. Your environment that you have been in is keeping you safe. And the thing is, the ego is judgy of you that's the thing. So the ego can go rampant and the ego can go rampant in your head and it could be judgy of you and others. I'm going to read a part of a book that I actually read last night, Perfect Timing. And it's a book called The Voice of Knowledge. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz and the author of The Four Agreements. If you've read it, it's such a beautiful freaking book, you guys. Every time I read a book by Miguel Ruiz, Don Miguel Ruiz, I just, I create a whole new belief system in a way, I guess I should say, um, it opens a lot of doors for me and in terms of thoughts and ideas, and it is absolutely beautiful. So in this book, it's called the voice of knowledge and that's, he's actually calling the voice of knowledge, the ego. He uses the terms the knowledge. You have to read the book. It's really good if you're really interested, but, um, In this chapter, it's chapter six, inner peace. I'm going to read a couple things I highlighted because it goes perfectly with what I'm talking about. He says, you hear the voice. And what are these voices telling you? Look at you. Who do you think you are? You will never make it. You aren't smart enough. Why should I try? Nobody understands me. What is he doing? What is she doing? What if he doesn't love me? I'm so lonely. Nobody wants to be with me. Nobody really likes me. I wonder if those people are talking about me. What will they think about me? Look at all the injustice in the world. How can I be happy when millions of people are dying of starvation? The ego is telling you who you are and who you are not. It's always trying to make sense of, of everything. For many people, it's even worse because the voice, the ego, is not just talking nonsense. The voice is judging and criticizing. It's constantly gossiping in your head about you and other people. The ego can come from your own head or it can come from other people around you. It can be your own opinion or it can be the opinion of somebody else. Every time we judge ourselves, find ourselves guilty, and punish ourselves, it's because the ego is telling us lies. The lies are the, um, you know, the, b- the false belief system, the limiting belief system. How many times has the voice, the ego, made you say yes when you really wanted to say no? Or the opposite, the voice made you say no when you really wanted to say yes. How many, t- how many times has the ego, the voice, made you doubt when you feel what you feel in your heart? How many times have you missed opportunities to do what you really want to do in your life because of fear? Fear that was a reaction to believing the ego in your head. How many times have you gotten angry or jealous or lost control and hurt the people you really love just because you believe the ego? So he says, I compare the ego to a wild horse that is taking you wherever it wants to go. You have no control over that horse, but if you cannot stop the horse, at least you can try to tame the horse. I tell my apprentices, once you learn to tame the horse and will ride the horse and thinking becomes a tool that takes you where you want to go, if you don't believe that voice, it becomes quieter and quieter and speaks to you less and less until it stops talking to you. You don't need internal dialogue. You can know without thinking. The value of cultivating a silent mind has been known for thousands of years. In India, people use meditation and chanting of mantras, aka affirmations, to stop the internal dialogue. To have peace in your head is incredible. Imagine being in an environment where there is a constant sound. The moment comes when you don't even notice the noise. You know something is bothering you, but you no longer notice what it is. The moment that noise stops you notice the silence and feel the relief. (sighs) When the voice in your head finally stops talking, it feels something like that. I call it inner peace. Um, He also goes on to continue to give ways of taming this wild horse, the ego. And that's what I'm going to talk about now. And if you're battling with ego, you know, ruling your brain, your thoughts, like I did, I'm sure a lot of us do, Um, it's something that we have to tame. We have to know it's there and we have to make the choice to learn with it, not eliminate it completely. I don't think we should eliminate it completely. We should know what it is and, you know, separate ourselves from it. I think we can use the ego to help guide us as well. So he says the solution for taming the liar, he calls it the liar, the ego is to stop believing what it tells you. If you don't believe it, the lie cannot survive. Stop believing the lies it tells you. So a good indication of if the ego is talking is if I really encourage you to go to my last episode about, um, I think it, or what episode was it? I think when I was talking about limiting beliefs, as you go through those four questions that limiting belief, if you think a thought and when you think that thought, feel that emotion that it gives you. And this is what the book, The Voice of Knowledge, has taught me, that emotions are the clearest truth that we have, he claims. He claims that emotions actually tell us where we're at. Is it the ego talking or is it really our intuition? So if you think a thought and it brings up a sense of fear, brings up a sense of lack, brings up an emotion of, um, a low vibe emotion. And I highly encourage you to look at my low emotional frequency scale. Um, because you can see all of the emotions on a scale, scientific scale from low to high. And if you are feeling emotion of a low vibrational emotion, that is your ego talking to you. So for example, in terms of my business, um, I create on TPT, And before I started my TPT shop and before I really took, you know, it serious in creating a business for myself, I literally said to myself, I wish I, you know, it'd be cool. It would be nice. I wish I could be an entrepreneur, but I'm not smart enough. I would love to open a TPT store, but I don't want to be let down when nobody buys my stuff. Like nobody's going to buy my stuff. And That is the ego talking to me because it doesn't want me. The ego is protecting me from feeling defeated or feeling upset because people aren't purchasing from me, or it's protecting me from the stress of being a business owner. However, what I learned is to take this ego and What it's telling me, understand it's the ego, understand what it's trying to do. It's trying to keep me safe, but say thank you to the ego. So a lot of people in the like wellness space that I listen to, they say how they talk to the ego in a way where they say to themselves, think to themselves or feel with themselves. Um, They just say, thank you, ego. Like, I understand you're trying to keep me safe. Thank you for trying to keep me safe but I'm going to open my business, but I'm going to start my TPT store, but I'm going to go on this date. I'm going to go out and apply for this job. I understand what you're trying to do. I understand you're trying to keep me safe, but if I do go for this job, nothing bad's going to happen. What's the worst that's going to happen? No. Okay. And that's when we have to come to terms with being okay with no and being okay with everything that life gets thrown at us. But If you show ego some love and say, thank you, that is going to help build that relationship with your ego so you can learn it to work with you. You'll get to a point where you just ignore the ego completely, especially with the negativity um, and the negative vibes and the judginess, and you'll be so much more free and you will feel peace. Again, if it's negative, if it's a limiting belief that's the ego, and it's just gonna keep trying to save you because that's what it thinks it's doing. But in actuality, it's really hindering you in a way. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I have a burrito waiting for me. I'm about to dive into it. If you like this episode, please share, please give it a rating. Again, follow me on Instagram at High Vibe Teaching, follow me on YouTube at High Vibe Teaching. And I will catch you guys in the next week's episode. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. I appreciate you. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Remember, Becoming High Vibe has changed my life and it's going to change yours too. Bye.